Welcome to Entertainment Source Interviews and the seventh episode in this series, In the Minds of Musicians, How They Are Coping with the Quarantine. I include one original song at the end of each episode. All songs are copyright and may not be used or reproduced in any way without written permission from the artist. I am your host, Mary Jensen. Jennifer Corday is an award-winning singer, songwriter, and guitarist who shared stages with Melissa Etheridge, Sarah McLaughlin, Joan Jett, Pat Benatar, Cindy Lauper, and many more. Ranging from acoustic indie to rock, her music and videos have been awarded by LA Weekly, Glamour, LA Music Awards, and she's been a Battle of the Bands finalist for Kiss FM and Star Radio. You may have seen her as an actress on the National Ride with Pride Uber commercial, in award-winning lesbian films, or heard her music in MTV documentaries and numerous movies. As a side project, Corday created the Melissa Etheridge Experience, where she stars as Melissa, performing at large concert venues and casinos across the nation seeking top-notch tribute acts. Ahead, Corday talks about the creative and fun ways she is keeping busy while engaging her fans during this time. She discusses her upcoming album and the title track single, Anchor, and much more. And you can hear Anchor at the end of this episode. There you are, Mary. Hello, Corday. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for the call. Yeah, thanks for doing the interview. I really appreciate it. This is exciting. We're so thankful that you're giving us an outlet to talk about our music. Oh, is that a little East Coast accent I detect? Yes. Wait till you hear me more. (laughs) I'll try to pronounce my G's and everything like that. (laughs) You know, I'm a California girl, but but I'll I'll probably, with my theater background, I'll get sucked into it and start talking like you. But I love it. I love it. I love your accent. All right, ours seems like a, like an accent. Ours, yeah, ours seems like an accent. All right. Um. <laughs> yeah, so you grew up in California and everything? California girl all the way. I grew yeah, born and raised in Long Beach. Oh. My folks moved up. My folks came from Brooklyn, though, so, so I still got an uncle out there. So, yeah, East Coast, my grandfather immigrated from Syria. I got a little Middle Eastern in me. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and um, but I've yeah, I never I never went far. Went to went to college in Orange County, but I've always remained here. And now I'm in Seal Beach, oh. so just across the border from Long Beach. I still consider myself Long Beach girl. Yeah, but uh, loving loving life in Seal Beach. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm I'm really tired of New England. I grew up here, but the weather, I just I hate the weather. You know, I couldn't do it. I don't know how you guys do it. I know it. Everyone, you know, you. You talk about oh we like the seasons. I'm like oh fuck that. Oh can we cuss on your? Oh thing? sure yeah say whatever yeah. the hell you want. <laughs> I'm no prude, you know. So yeah, I mean I grew up in New England and I used to enjoy the seasons when we had actual four seasons, you know. But now it's like winter, like eight <laughs> percent, eight percent, eight months out of the year. It's like too cold for me. So right. it's all changing, and I'm planning on moving to Florida in, in a couple of years. So, uh, good for you. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, that would be tough. You know, I just, yeah, I'm always, 
cold anyway. I mean, my my partner says that I should get ready for hot flashes, but so far <laughs> I haven't had those. Oh, she yeah, she's yeah. wanting to get AC right now, and uh, oh gosh, and everyone's making fun of us. You live on that you live near the beach, you don't need AC. But she's like, oh, trust me menopause i do need it yeah well okay. <laughs> hopefully you you'll be one of the lucky ones and won't get hot flashes because we're about <laughs> the same age we were born the same year so i love that all right yeah it hasn't happened yet but okay i'm, I'm ready yeah well hopefully you don't get it so <laughs> you've been doing a lot i guess you know for being in quarantine more or less totally been busier than ever it's been really bizarre but it's almost you know i think it you got it the, the key word is resiliency i think i read that somewhere about being resilient to, to reinventing yourself and making it work taking this time to say well okay what you know what am i going to do now i think i did fall into depression initially mm -hmm. and when just just all the gigs canceled just boom 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 you know just uh two three months of them and uh you know what am i going to do now and you're you know my identity is so wrapped up in that i realized like just you're performing live is definitely my strength i think the live connection and the, my ability to entertain and interact with with fans so when that is taken away uh you, you don't know what to do but i i once i got through that initial <laughs> week or two of what am i going to do now and jumped into recording i've I've been so productive with recording and I'm just loving it and been able to produce some really great stuff. Um, so I, you know, a new album is on the way. I just kind of happened one song at a time. Mm -hmm. I reached out to my producers to, I do a lot at home in my home studio. I do all the vocals and guitars, some bass, um, cello, but then I, I eventually get it over uh, to my guys to add the bass and drums. Yeah. And then they do theirs. And now do they have home studios too? And yeah, professional guys. I mean, um, so it, you know, it's a fully built out studio, but we were, we were, we are often on zoom and I'm watching what they're doing. And we're just like kind of talking back and forth. Cause I really like to be involved as a producer as well. So we'll discuss, you know, Hey, what direction are we taking this? And I'll be like, Hey, can you give that a little more, you know, do it a little busier, do it a little less busy. And so it's great. Cause we kind of coach each other back and forth on zoom. So it's, it, it's been a really cool process. And then we get a finished product at the end. It's so now just once on the time I've been knocking them out, I think I have seven. And so I'm getting close to having an album. I just initially started out thinking I was doing a single with this song anchor. Yeah, I love that song. It's a great, great song. So that's a single from the album. And do you have like some sort of timeline when the album will be out? Thanks for asking. We were just, you know, discussing when that, when, what we're going to do here. And part of that thought process was whether it was going to be a single or an album. And, you know, times are changing and most people are doing singles. And then suddenly I had more songs enough for an album. But we we just think Anchor is such a such a beautiful song, getting such a, a great response that we'd love to get that out sooner than later. And uh, we're going to launch this, I think, on on June fifteenth. Uh, cross our fingers if all goes well, and we will mm -hmm. release the video and the single Anchor first. That mm -hmm. will drop, and then it will it will be followed up with the album. It might be the title track, but um, so yeah, that video shoot was just last Friday. Um, it was actually funny. There was a co the pandemic sale 
price on the sailboat that we rented. We wanted to shoot this on a boat. I mean, it just lent itself to that, you know, and we weren't sure about the weather and what we were going to do, but it was the last day, uh, May 15th, that the sail was on. <laughs> yeah. To get the pan pandemic special. Nice. Right, let's do it. Let's mm -hmm. do it on the 15th. And whatever the weather is, I mean, the weather was beautiful here, but it was just the wind, you know, could have been tricky, but it just turned out to be gorgeous. And uh, it was a great shoot. I think I sent you a little bit of a making of the video behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, so, I watched uh, that. That was cool. And uh, Adrienne is the director and, and director of photography and is also, and so she's editing now as we speak and, and it should be fantastic. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it, you look like you were having so much fun and just being out in the fresh air and sunshine and shooting a video. Hey, that's the life, right? Right. And we wish we could have had more of a party, but because <laughs> it, because of the restrictions, you know, we're all trying to wear masks and stay six feet apart and do the shoot. So we thought we could keep that with just a lean and mean staff, which we did. A girlfriend of mine, uh, DJ, was kind enough to get her motorboat out so this camera operator could be on the second boat. So they stayed on their boat, circled our boat with the camera. We also had a drone operator. Oh, and, wow. you know, we almost, we almost had an all-female uh, cast and crew, which I love that it was all just, you know, women doing this. And But actually, my brother my brother turned out to be the captain of the boat, and bless his heart. He was a doll. He was great. He loved hanging with all us gals. Yeah, and so the inspiration for that song, um, you mentioned your friend Lisa. <laughs> that's right that's my she's that's your my anchor partner. she's my anchor and um you know it is tough to write love songs i must say that i'm i i'm great at you know breakup songs if you look at the history of my albums and i think a lot of songwriters would concur it's uh it's always it's always easy to write when you're in pain and uh when you're going through something and you need some source of conflict and I I got plenty of those songs, and so it's always tough to write a love song. And uh, but this just, gosh, it just came to me. She actually, um, I think it started when she got her tattoo. This is her first tattoo, so um, it made me nervous. You know, yeah, when someone gets their first tattoo, and of course, you don't want to do names, right? You know that's right. Bad yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was gonna get Melissa Etheridge on on me, and everyone's like, "That's weird." I'm like, "But it's Melissa." Yeah, she's not going anywhere. A lot of people don't have the Melissa um, logo, yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was like, oh yeah, no names. But we're so happy that uh, she got a compass with the longitude and latitude where we met, and then, um, but hanging down from it was the anchor, and because you know we discussed it, and she's like, you know, I liked it. Wow, that's... my anchor and yeah. yeah and it just but but she also put like a little bit of a it's funny we were discussing the tattoo and the hang, the anchor was going straight down like heavy and i was like why don't you give it a little bit of a swirl like it's it's kind of a free flowing anchor which you know i think the key to a to a really awesome relationship is is you know there's a couple lines in there which says she leads the way but then she gives you slack mm -hmm. and it's about when you really you know find your soulmate i think they let you be you it's so hard to find, and she and we just love each other to death, and understand each other's quirks. And your true anchor, I think, will let you let you on your own a little bit. Oh, definitely. Now, how long have you been together? So three years here. So it's I guess we're still babies, really. But um, you know, I've had a, some fabulous relationships. Don't get me wrong, but there's um, 
there's always uh, well there's always been there's been some jealousy and some control and mm-hmm. you know i i just think when you find the one that that is the one you know absolutely yeah are you in your are you are you single no i've been with my girlfriend kathy it's going on seven years beautiful and like you said i mean i've had some other relationships that were that were good but most of them i'm telling you like controlling or like you said jealousy i don't know why it's you know especially like for lesbians it seems like you know there's a lot of that yes you know i think lesbians have a hard time too with like like you know we get these blurred lines on friendship and and intimacy and because you know and so there's jealousy of, of friends and fans and yeah. I don't know, maybe they're just more confused, but I think um, once you realize and you let go, and I think it probably stems from insecurity, but once you just let that go and let your girl be be who she is, um, it settles into a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you need to have trust and, and everything for it to work, I think, so, or to right. have it, you know, work out so it's really good and yeah, I mean, that's the key right. is, you know, communication, trust, all that good stuff. And it took forever to find it, but I, I finally did, too. So I'm um, so happy for you. No, that's great. And that song speaks to that, too, about also just standing by each other. And, you know, when when you're having tough times, they're there. And when, they have, when you're not so fun to be around, they're still there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> your anchor doesn't leave. Yeah. Um, doesn't run yeah so that's a that's a really great story how that song came about and everything i love it yeah so i just wrote down the title anchor i was like how can i just and then it just kind of came from there so no it's been getting great response i played cello on it and uh it's um no it's beautiful so uh, you'll see a little cello on there a little guitar mm-hmm. and uh that's it so hopefully it'll be out on the 15th and we'll start with the single and and then you'll see the album drop right after that i have a lot of other fun songs that have come up in the that I've been working on too one one is called monkey mind which is about just your mind going crazy which maybe we can all relate to again while we're sequestered yeah that sounds right (laughs) (laughs) you know and you can't sleep and you're just running and your brain is running circles and that's a fun quirky song and then uh, another of my favorites is called lollipop and it's about how we all have this hard outer shell but inside we're all tootsie rolls Oh, I know. Okay. So, it's a cute little song. I do a little rapping on it, which is new for me. I'm not really a rapper. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's got a, I discussed it at length with the producer and the direction we were going. We wanted to have fun and get it kind of old school. We referenced some Beastie Boys songs and and put it, I mean, it's still, it's still very pop and and mainstream, but we put a little, a little edge in there. So we hope to shoot that video next in a candy store. Okay, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the new album and seeing all the videos and everything. And I heard your COVID Bohemian Rhapsody too that you said. Oh my God, that's yes. so funny. I love it. I forgot. That's how it all started. Like I said, when I was kind of depressed, like, what do I do now? I started with the parodies, right? Because a lot of artists jumped on that um, doing parodies. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I couldn't believe the amount of hits. I mean, that's I've, I've never got that many hits. On anything, it was, uh, I don't know, I'm close to to a million now. I think it's at 800,000, but wow. it's, I mean, that's amazing. So um, 
um, just, you know, I had to do something. And I was like, why did I pick such a difficult song to do? The Bohemian Rhapsody. But uh, <laughs> it turned out fun. Um, I, I, I just, I, I love that it got the response that it did. But then I, you know, I thought I should do more. Um, people are making all these toilet paper songs. And I, th I, I said to myself, I want to look back at this time and go, what did I accomplish? And I, I knew I would probably be sorry if I just did parodies. Like I wanted to produce something original, you know, mm -hmm. and make it more meaningful mm -hmm. to really dedicate the time. So I made myself work on that instead of doing some more parodies, which might be easy to get some hits on. But I, I think in the long run, the original stuff is where it's at. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it, you know, you did that parody. It's funny. And you got a lot of hits on that, too, and probably from people that didn't even know you. And right. now they'll probably go and check out your original music as well. Exactly. I mean, that's always the key as an artist is like people know you that know you already. But how, how do you get to new fans? And I'm right. really trying to focus on the lesbian community. I mean, that's my niche. I, Of course, I love everyone and think i could have a really diverse and mainstream following but i i you know the women of my age my people and it's easier to 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 target with a small budget to try to to at least reach reach them through through like you your help and your shows and, and facebook and so that's definitely what i'm starting with and we'll see where that leads me yeah and i have a website that coincides um with this podcast and so I'll have you on there with your information, including all your social media links, as well as a link to your COVID-19 parody with the Bohemian Rhapsody parody. Thank you too. so much, Mary. I went, I just uh, went to pay. I saw you, you know, you've interviewed Sonia Lay and uh, Melissa Crispo, and those are some of my friends. And, you know, I thank you so much for putting that out there. I think it's all who you know and getting the word out, word of mouth like that. So I appreciate that. I think, you know, I wish more artists too, and lesbians in particular would do collaborate more. I mean, I we're all just so busy. It's no one's fault or anything. I But, um, you know, like if all three of us got together and did a show, I just think that's a great way to also share fans and discover new people. Oh yeah. For sure. I, yeah. I met them all on the Melissa Cruz and, uh, you know, that was awesome. Then we try to keep in touch, uh, play in each other's cities, uh, you know, and do stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you if that's where you met them, because I've been on all of the cruises, and that's where I found you, too, and, you know, Sonia Lee and, and Crispo and so many others. And yeah, thank you. Yeah, Kaiser. Kaiser, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, I mean, I hope, I think they've been on future, um, Melissa Cruz's too. I have not yet. I hope she calls me back one of these days. I don't know if you heard I'm doing a Melissa Etheridge tribute. Yeah, I read that. Was I on so, your website or I think was it in your bio? I think. Yeah, so, you know, that is my first tribute. I've really been fighting that actually all these years. A lot of my bandmates and, uh, so my guys in my band and girls, um, my friend Deshay is in a heart tribute called Dog and Butterfly. Um, my drummer Jurgen is in a, he's in a U2 band, a U2 tribute elevation, extremely successful. You make great money, you're touring the world, you know, and I just, I was like, I don't know who I would want to do. And I like doing a, a mix of music and my friends and fans and actually this bookering agent just said, Corday, you could do Melissa, you would nail it. I finally said, okay, yeah, let's let's do it. And boy, it's it's taken off and it's been a great experience. 
So, you know, you get some bigger venues and, and casinos, and I've so enjoyed, you know, really getting into the nitty gritty of learning all the material. So I straighten my hair and I try to get her look going as much as possible. And I hope she appreciates it. I honestly haven't heard, but I hope she sees it as a, you know, it's a compliment. It's a trip when anytime you tribute a band and it's keeping her music out there. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I'm sure she would see it like that. Um, you know, yeah. Melissa and, um, yeah, I don't know. Have you talked to her about it? Oh, you said you're not sure she knows. Yeah, no, I don't have any direct line really um, to her, but I'm certainly a big fan, you know, being born and raised in Long Beach and she spent time there. I played in the same bars. I played at the Case Raw, the executive suite and where her, her gold record hangs. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I was a regular there too. I was just a little behind her time. And uh, I've always loved her songs and started learning guitar to them. And so this, you know, it's come full circle for me to be doing this. Um, it's a lot of fun. I, I chose, you know, with a tribute show, it's usually about a one hour show. So I picked all her earlier stuff just because I, I love all that, you know, those first records. Mm -hmm. So it's all kind of our hits from the from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the Melissa Etheridge cruise that was supposed to be in October, that's been rescheduled to November next year. Yeah, God, well, I'm hoping I get the call. I know she changed cruise companies to six man and uh, yeah. I don't, you know, if it's up to her or their team of uh, agents, but that's certainly been an awesome experience. I'd love to do it again. I've yeah. done some other cruises too, through some other companies and uh, always just um, a great time. I was able to play a river cruise and play a Prague Pride over in Europe. And that was amazing. So I'll, I'll take any cruise. Yeah, wow. Melissa's definitely. in particular is at the top of my list. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully you'll get on the next one because that would be awesome to see you on there again. And I, yeah, I'm not sure how it works. Like if she chooses the artist or how, you know, I'm not sure. But so yeah. you know, I've met a lot of friends, a lot of people on these cruises, like from all over the world. And some lifelong friends, and some of them are close by me, and some of them live in California, Ohio, and we always get together a couple of days before the cruise, and then, so this year, we said, okay, the cruise is postponed, so a bunch of us have already, we rented a bunch of cottages down in um, St. Pete's, oh, awesome. and for the same week, and so we're yeah. all going to just fly in down there, hopefully... You know, we'll be able to do that because we still don't know really how things are going to turn out. But that's what yeah. that's our plan. Uh, uh, you know, whoever, the more the merrier. I can actually uh, send you the information if you want for the cottages. Please do. I'm, truly, I'm loving uh, about traveling is on my horizon for sure. I, I think we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but um, on this call. But that is... Uh, it's definitely time for me to get it out there because once you're done recording, the next thing is, okay, how do I get the music out there? And, um, mm -hmm. you know, digitally, of course, is uh, the way to go, especially when we're all sequestered uh, with YouTube. I think videos are the key. Videos more than just audio. You know, you can't just release a song anymore. you got to have a video attached to it because people want to see you and they want right. to go to YouTube. Yeah. So we're trying to knock out these videos one at a time. They're a little more timely and more pricey, you know, but. Um, but then we want to tour um, in support of of it as well. Well, I mean, it's it's a little more difficult to hit the East Coast. We were going to start with a trip all the way up Cali, mm -hmm. and uh, 
hitting kind of just the whole state that way. Um, I have a great friend, Jim Byer, who hired me ahead of time. She's like, I want you to play a uh, party at my place up near San Fran. And so we kind of prepaid for it, which was so, so wonderful to help get me through the times when I have no work. So um, that will be our destination. Maybe we'll go a little further to Portland or Seattle, but that's the thought. Yeah. And then we can start, you know, but you do, you have to get the music out there. Yep. And hopefully everything will get back to normal pretty soon and you'll be able to do that. You know, I know it's getting there slowly. I I think <laughs> slowly, but what we've decided yeah. is just in case it hasn't, is we do this, mo we do the mobile music, mm -hmm. which uh, is a way for us to perform live at your house and at a safe distance. So, my, every, my friend has a truck. I mean, every lesbian knows another lesbian with a pickup, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so my friend Sarah was awesome and, and uh, uh, volunteered her pickup. So we just kind of started it as a, what, when someone called me and wanted me to do a drive-by for her, her wife's birthday. And this idea took off. Well, gosh, why don't we do this? So uh, it's really been getting a great response on books all weekend this weekend and next weekend and we're going to get into june now so we uh we basically set it up so i am on the back of the pickup the speakers project out we have a little rainbow umbrella that pops up i think i sent you a picture yeah you um, did yeah and uh we pull up and uh park at your curb and then they can uh, just set up chairs in the front yard you know at at their safe distance so we try to think of everything i mean there's use of the restroom which you know we try we hopefully you know you hold it till we're done yeah <laughs> right yeah that's the only so, thing if you gotta go what do you do <laughs> besides that uh we think we got our part so that we don't have to go in the house and um and we're all set it's gone great and we've we've got a few some more we had a, we had a little bit of power problem so we invested in a hundred foot extension cord that we can throw into the house and uh and we'll see what happens but that is getting booked and that is my first kind of a re-entry into playing live we'll that's, see how that goes that's a great idea i mean as far as i know you're the only one that's doing that right now but you might start something here you know right i mean the mobile stage yeah I, you know, I think probably some higher end artists are doing a more uh, expensive mobile stage, but you know, it, it, it you know, it, it involves a trailer and a big, right. and a big expensive, uh, expensive stage. And this pickup is just kind of the, the redneck uh, version. Yeah, I love it. And, you know, this will have to be the way, you know, way it's gonna, you're gonna have to perform live for now, anyway. And so that's good. At least you still get to have some sort of live show you know Outlet, interacting yeah. with other people so that's great totally totally you know it, it fell right in line with what we were planning to do house concerts anyway but house concerts if you're you're, you're probably familiar but instead of doing as many bars and restaurants and showcases and uh we were just thinking in 2020 we were going to do house concerts it's a more intimate way to connect sometimes you're at bars and everyone's just talking and playing and the house concerts are a fun way where everyone really sits down and listens and you, you present more original music that way. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was the thought before the pandemic and then, uh, and then this hit. So the mobile music kind of is right in that same vein where we're coming to you. So I, I don't know. I think it's been really good because it's more of a, like I said, more of a connection where, where, where 
fans are really listening and requesting particular songs or more originals. And it's, it's special. It's tailored to them. Yeah, definitely. Then they can kind of make the set list. Right. In a way. So, yeah. So maybe if you get to come down to Florida, let us know, like, what you charge to do a show, you know, because we're hoping to we're kind of in the bay. We're not like on the, you know, beach beach. So, you know, depending. I mean, Crispo's going to do it. And, you know, there should be enough room. And like I said, a bunch of us got the, the cottages. So they're like all in a row. You yeah. know, and and you bought out you bought out all the colleges so there won't be a noise ordinance and she's gonna bring a PA and you just set up and play for the for the cottages, right? I think so, yeah. I don't know if yeah. we have all of them. Um probably pretty close, actually. And but so it's funny because the owners, two women, and she's like, um, no parties unless we're invited. I said, of course you'd be invited. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So you That's know why not? Been, yeah. That's what we've been saying with the mobile music in the truck is telling everyone just invite your neighbors and oh it's been a really great response of neighbors walking out and they more than more most often they're just thrilled to hear some music as well. Yeah, so I hopefully that'll work out. I would love it. And uh, so you've also done um, well recently. You did you hosted a Zoom party like Pride celebration. That's or, right. It was actually. Yeah, Andrea Meyerson hosted it. I I started uh, right at the beginning. I did Facebook Live and Zoom Live, and you know, I I decided to maybe just be a guest on on other shows because I can't. I really got into the recording and was uh, knee deep in that. So um, I, but I was a guest on Andrea Meyerson's Women on a Roll, a guest on Jenny Nolte's show, and a few other shows. So that's been wonderful. I've hosted my own as well, and it's all it's all good. I love doing as many zooms and facebook lives as possible and that has become the new you know yeah the new thing so um that was a blast we all wore rainbow is always just so fun i love that she has you know stepped up and and created now women on the net instead of women on a roll Mm -hmm. so she is just getting artists in every every few days and every weekend for sure you can go attend a zoom party so uh with mine, yeah, I did just a bunch of cover songs. I love, you know, I love playing covers and just entertaining and doing songs that people know and love. And we, we just wanted to make it lighthearted, fun. Everyone in Rainbow, there was a costume contest with prizes. But I think I finally, you know, got the key, got zoomed down. I think we all had a learning curve there in the beginning. And I think the key is to, you know, mute the audio and just let the artist play the music. But then focus on them for the dancing part, for the video. So we kind of just focus on one person at a time, and um, they dance. You didn't. You never know when you're going to be spotlighted. Oh, <laughs> yeah! I just recently heard about Zoom. So, <laughs> oh yeah, so it's super fun if everyone dances on camera. So you know, honestly, I said to Andrew before we did, I'm like, it's not about me. Keep the camera off me when you spotlight who's featured, you know, you can see everyone real small, but there's one person that's real big in the middle. So I said, put that on someone, you know, that's, that's dancing. And so that's made it fun for me. I mean, our whole point of being entertainers, I mean, in my opinion is, is to feel that connection with people and, and to see the the joy that we're bringing them. So, you know, I don't want to see myself play on camera. I want to watch people dancing to it. So that's been a blast. I mean, and then occasionally she'll cut the camera back to me. But yeah, it's a real fun way to do it. You should uh, you should host one. Yeah, maybe when maybe that Florida trip. 
I'll have to figure Perfect. out how oh, to yeah. do all that. So, yeah, I'll, I'll have to learn how to do that because that would be cool, like, you know, instead of the cruise. So, screw you, COVID. We're still having fun. And you're, you go. <laughs> you're still finding ways to do shows and with Zoom. That's right. And, we got Corday and Crispo, and we're going to do a concert from, from Florida. And here you go. And you'd be surprised, yeah, how many tune into that because mm-hmm. everyone's really – you know, really hungry for some entertainment for sure. It it is definitely needed for our mental health. I I I do believe. Yeah, I mean, I've heard so many people say, or you know, posting on Facebook and stuff like, "Thank God for, you know, everybody, all the artists that are doing all this stuff because you know people look forward to it." And yeah, you know, and Zoom also forces me to put on you know some clothes and a bra. <laughs> right yeah (laughs) you know makeup because you're like oh i'm gonna be on camera that's why i checked with you today i was like okay we're just audio right oh that's why you know i was like do i saw us deciding if i'm you know anyway but you know that's actually (laughs) i i really uh you think i've learned to just own my own you know so what if i got a couple gray hairs and uh i'm learning to just Get a little more comfortable with that. That's a good lesson, I think. Yeah, I'm ready for, I'm due for a color, overdue. My gray <laughs> hairs are showing. And I interviewed Maida, um, you know, from Germany. I don't know if you're familiar with her. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And she was on my pa- my last episode, and she wanted to do FaceTime. And I was like, you know, okay. <laughs> So I'm like, crap, now I have to put on a bra. I have to, like, try to cover my grace. And she looked great. Like, I don't know, maybe she's cutting her own hair. I don't know, but she just looked the same as she always does. And I wanted to smack her, you know? <laughs> but, no, and I was letting it go, too. But then I I shot the music video last Friday. So I had, you know, Lisa and I had that. We were like, okay, what are we going to do here? So we... We got a visit, a home visit from our from our stylist, and uh, we all wore masks, and uh, I think we were able to do it safely. But I, I, I got the cut and color. Yeah. No, you know, you gotta do it. You gotta, and uh, it's good. The Zoom is making us stay human. Yeah. Yeah. Making us like yeah, taking off the sweatpants, putting on normal clothes, <laughs> and yeah. So our hair salons actually open up Monday. So I have an appointment Wednesday. We rescheduled it like six times so far. But how yeah, exciting. yeah, and so, I know. And it's so funny too. Like you know how like everywhere was out of toilet paper for the longest time. <clears throat> and it's still kind of hard to find. And about a month ago, I mean, we still had plenty, but you want to make sure you keep ahead a little bit because people are freaking out. So we were in Walmart. I'm like, let's just check and see, you know, and we'll get another yeah. pack. And and they had it. Oh my god! I never thought that anyone could be so happy about toilet paper. I was like, oh my god, this made my whole week. You know, right. it's toilet it's, paper. It's definitely toilet. <laughs> it's brought joy to small things in life. It has brought, you know, it has reminded you to be thankful of absolutely mm-hmm. of, of the little things. Um, indeed, I know what you mean. We were, we've been buying a roll at a time from the liquor store. And sadly, we can walk across the street with this little liquor store. And it's one rule they're always telling you. It's like, and oh it's the God. worst toilet paper, though, in the world. We, did. I mean, we were so happy that they had the roll, but then we used it. And it was like, oh, my God, this is, this is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I know the things we take for granted. You granted, know? And, right. Yeah. Very strange. Whoever thought toilet paper, really? 
<laughs> oh no, I was going to segue into drinking because I brought up the liquor store. I'm getting very good at the lemon drop. Um, I've, I've been practicing my bartending. Yeah, what, at is, home. what is a lemon drop? That sounds yummy. Oh yes, okay. Please look at look into this. It's a uh, it's pretty much just vodka, but I I recommend the citron, the absolute citron, mm-hmm. and then fresh lemons. Oh. And, and pretty much, but it has a sugar rim. So oh yeah, you so try that, that out. Yeah, I will. Just a, maybe a splash of triple sec if you if you like it a little sweeter. But I, it's sour, and we we're becoming friends with the neighbors with the lemon tree. <laughs> there you so go. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm always looking to try like a new drink, you know. So, but yeah, we've been having like margarita Sundays here. Nice, nice. Yeah. You know, when it's yeah. warm enough out, <clears throat> sit outside and drink. A few margaritas, and but yeah, try something new. That's a good idea. It's good. My my girl's a real um, athlete and is out r- running, riding the bike. I must say, I've been a little bit more lazy. And uh, as a musician, we're always sequestered in the studio, which involves a lot of sitting at the computer and uh, uh, staying in our dark cave. So I'm hope I'm I'm just starting here. The weather's just beautiful. So trying to get some more exercise in they allow the beaches to be open as long as you're moving oh yeah you can't you know have a chair or a cooler okay so so you know i i think that'll be inspiration enough for me to take a little spin yeah that's good at least you can walk on the beach and right get some fresh air and yeah yeah i guess they're not sure what they're doing here yet with the beaches so we'll wait and see on that but that's just happening we're also learning to play some uh, chess and boggle um, just the two of us, you know, yeah. little, little board games. Yeah, I love playing games. Do you, do, do you guys have game night? Yeah, we used to, well, yeah, the two of us, but we used to always have, like, friends over and, and do game night. So for now, yeah, just us, and we play, um, it's called Rummy Cube. Oh, Rummy Cube. Okay, I'm going to write that down. I have heard of it. Yeah. You have to buy this game. It has tiles, right? Yeah, it's fun. Okay. It's almost like okay. like the card game Rummy, but you're using tiles. And then um, just some different card games. No, my girl's been playing online poker. I'm, I'm, I'm okay at poker. She's she's pretty good. And so there was a basketball league called the Old Beaches. It's yeah. a bunch of old broads that play three-on-three basketball yeah. every Tuesday night. And, of course, they can't play anymore, so they decided to do poker online poker every every Tuesday night instead. And so that's been great. Uh, we painted each other's toes. That's something to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you just find <laughs> – thank God that you, get, that you have a partner you get along with, though. And I do feel bad for my single friends because it's tough. It's really tough to be home alone. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, so yeah, we we get we try to have little you know arms distance, uh, six foot gatherings now and then now just to say hi. Yeah, since it's finally getting a little warmer here in Massachusetts, a couple of times we've had friends over. You know, we just all stay outside and we keep the chairs six feet apart yeah. and yeah, and have yeah. some drinks and and just hang out. So yeah, yeah. Exactly. You sound like you're right where we are here on the West Coast. So, Yeah, and yeah. like I said, it just takes forever for the weather to, to get nice here, and I think it's finally here. I shouldn't okay. say that, but um, yeah, Not so now we can get out, and we're actually going hiking with some friends this weekend and oh, try awesome. to stay our distance, of course, and you know. Yeah, yeah. 
No, you can start to have fun with it. It doesn't mean the end of fun. So I'm already, like I said, just start, I want to get the next music video going. So uh, we're trying to decide how we can do that at a distance. So I'm going to talk to the director later today. I'm trying to write a song, actually, I'm working on it today about this pandemic. So I feel like I just really want to write something and that is lacking from this album that I want to release is something about the time. Mm-hmm. You know, about something about, I don't know, just all being in it together and, you know, just, but not corny and not something that's already been done. And so I'm trying to think of how I can approach it. Yeah, that's a great idea. Like, maybe just like, maybe you could even like include like, you know, all the creative ways that people are finding to do things differently. Like you are with, you know, your, your traveling you know, doing shows from your truck and stuff oh, yeah. like that, you know, kind of like a, kind of like a salute to the, to the innovative, to the, to the people that are, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Things. Yeah. You so know, and or, to, to, or just get a, a thank you out for again, all the, all the frontline workers. Yeah, definitely. I haven't seen a lot of new original songs in that vein. And so mm-hmm. I thought that'd be good to get out there in this collection of material and you know i still can't decide about this all singles or all albums but people now um it seems they just do spotify and youtube they don't buy music as much right like yeah. pay the 99 cents they more stream or just listen to it on a on a podcast or on um, pandora or spotify i don't know do you listen to spotify or um i do sometimes i still like to buy the cds and stuff you know, nice. because yeah. I know, like you guys, you don't get you don't get much money when people just stream it or even like buying it off of like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and stuff. I don't think you, you know. So I like to every you know oh, all the I artists that. that I yeah. love. I like to buy the CDs and you know a lot of times can get them autographed, like on the cruise. You know, everybody right, right. I'm still old them. school too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want I want that like CD art and stuff. And, yeah. Uh, you know, but yeah, no, it's, but, you know, as the world changes, we got to, I mean, supposedly we are getting, you know, a few cents, whatever, every time it streams, right. um, you know, Spotify, I heard is, is not very good about paying. I think Taylor Swift had the big lawsuit with them um, that they don't pay as high as some of the other streaming platforms. But, but however people are listening, I'm just happy that they're listening to my music. I would love them to get it on a playlist along with other artists so that I could, mm-hmm. could expose new people to it. You know, I'm a big fan you know, of LP. Have you heard of her? No. Laura, Laura Pelosi. I, I'm not sure I'm saying her last name. No, I'll have right. to check Forgive her out. Me. But she goes by LP. Okay. Anyway, she, she's super cool. And like, anyway, getting a playlist with other, oh, sorry, that's the dog. <laughs> What's your dog's name? Brody. Brody. I like it. Brody. Oh, he's a good boy. He wants to be I, on the. Uh, he wants to be on the podcast. It's very much so. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're being recorded, and I have to go answer this door, or he won't stop barking. Can, can I, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh no, that's fun. Uh, okay, Brody, settle down. Hi, Brody. So at least was fun. Okay, so I I mentioned the air conditioning. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> that's a, I can edit that out unless you want me to keep it in because it's funny. <laughs> Especially, I'm on a podcast. I'm trying to promote my music. And we were talking about having gatherings with our friends. Oh yeah, we were talking about like music. How you know a lot of people stream. Oh, buying music. And, 
buying yeah. versus streaming. Mm -hmm. And so, but anything helps if they're streaming, that's fine too. So, you know, it's just new ways to, to get it out there. I, again, it's, I mean, I'd love to make a, make a bigger living at the streaming videos, but the most important thing is the exposure of it with people just listening and telling a friend about it. So that's yeah. the best thing they could do. Yeah, that's true too. Um, and that's why I listen. Um, because, you know, it's on your phone and everything and you can just like, you know, you have everything right there, but I do still like to buy CDs, but yeah, that's true because sometimes like you'd be listening to somebody like on Spotify or Apple and it'll say, you know, the, it'll give you recommendations for other artists that they think that you are like that exactly and then you exactly. find somebody else you like so yeah the exposure you probably get a lot more exposure like you said that way so right when you're on playlists and then we have a new idea i i even posted a video on how to make them but my old cds i'm making coasters for your drinks oh wow <laughs> My, because if everyone's streaming, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll still release a CD on this new CD. But but the old CDs certainly are, you know, they're, I released them so long ago. I have some extras that, mm -hmm. um, no, and they're really cute. And you spray it. We spray them with a non-stick coating so your drink will not stick. And then there are some, uh, some cork on the bottom. And they look really cute around your house because they're your favorite artists, you know. That is brilliant. I will send you the link. I'll show you. Yeah. yeah. So they're for sale on my merchandise page. And okay. we got a lot of fun new merch. We're going to get an anchor shirt out, I think. But right now, the, my logo is like a compass, Corday compass. On, so anyway, Corday.net slash merch. Okay. And we got some new, new hats. and um, so But the coasters are on there, too, because we decided, hey, that's a fun way to deal with the old ones. Again, saying that you want to buy the music, though, and support the musician. And I must say, people have been so great and so gracious and i think feeling our pain as musicians but you know some of these zoom concerts you're just doing um for free and then you you put out the tips link and they and just the fact that they're sending five bucks or a couple of weeks and, and some people are, are are tipping a lot more it's just mm -hmm. amazing to me i I'm, i feel so humbled and and thankful because i have no work you know thank god lisa still is a, she's a teacher at a college and uh She's a professor, but is all online now, but teaching from home. But thank yeah. God she still has her job. But I'm, uh, yeah, no income. And so this has been, uh, it's been amazing to see the outreach and and just tips people are sending. Yeah, so I know. That's awesome. It's So you can still make some money. And then you must be making money by doing your um, mobile music. Yeah. So, yeah, that must yeah. be fun. If I lived around there, I'd give you a call. But. You want to drive all the way to Massachusetts? <laughs> right. I know. I know. You asked about doing it in Florida. I don't know if we can get the truck over there. But we'll, oh. we'll figure it out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Probably not the truck. But, like, you know, if you, you know, whatever you have, even if you just have your guitar and stuff. Because, you know, I'm not sure what Crispo's bringing either, but you guys could jam together. Or... Oh, we're definitely going to talk. I love to do jams at the end of yeah. a show. And, uh. Yeah, some artists don't want to collaborate as much. Chris Ball is like that. We we would and uh, Kaiser, I jumped up with her, and we did a, a song together. I love that because we, I think both of us are used to um, the aforementioned artists doing, you know, covers for a living. Mm -hmm. And I I love that. I've learned a lot from it. A lot of artists are, you know, oh, I'm an original artist only, and I I love that they're original artists. But I just think you know, uh, playing covers is the way. 
to learn, to get ideas from other songs and to, and to connect with people that already know a song and sing along. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's been my life, my career. And then I just record whenever I can and get the, slip the original music in there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you as far as, like, doing covers, too. Uh, especially, like, if you have, like, new fans or, you know, right, somebody right. seeing you for the first time. You throw a couple of covers in there to keep them, you know, with something that they know. And then, right. then they Especially start paying can, more attention to attention. your originals. And, yeah, and mm-hmm. if you can do it in a unique way, uh, yeah. that's also fun. I love to do a medley, like I do a 70s medley that is super corny and funny. And, you know, I start with Delta Dawn. And then I go oh. into Carpenters, um, Top of the World. I'm on the top of the world. Then I go into Level Keep Us Together, Captain and Tennille, oh, awesome. John Denver. But everyone ends up singing along and they're in there kind of laughing like, oh yeah, I remember this one, I remember this one. And then and then I do a yacht rock medley and the yacht rock is kind of fun, baby come back. Mm-hmm. And all the all the all mm-hmm. <laughs> easy like Sunday morning. And then I do an 80s medley, which is a Bon Jovi and, and Def Leppard and Zeppelin. Because I'm a rocker at heart, too. I have a, a band called Classic Rock Revolution. Check that out, classicrockrevolution.com. Uh, that's probably my favorite and what my, you know, my wheelhouse. And I just love rocking some ACTC and Zeppelin. And we all dress in kind of 80s rock attire. And I change little costumes. I put on a Joan Jet wig and then mm-hmm. ACDC hat and glasses. And we do Shook Me All Night Long and all those fun songs, Living on a Prayer. So um, that's a show I do at the casinos, and my boys in the band wear wigs, and you know, so it's fun. We don't take ourselves too seriously. It's just you know, feel good stuff. And I think when you do those songs, you really reel people in, and then you, like you said, your song in there. I have a great little rock song called Second Shot," and which is kind of more of a rocker. And we will shoot that at a bar. I hope soon that video. Give me one more shot, and uh, so yeah, I really have a kind of a diverse sound when I, you know, anchor such a sweet ballad with the cello, but then I got these, these rock and roll things too, because I, my influences were all over the place. I, I started playing guitar to Indigo Girl songs. Oh yeah, I was going to ask you like when you got started and how and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's what lesbian doesn't mention Indigo Girls. Right. (laughs) Yeah, we were supposed. So, they're supposed to be in Northampton, which is an outdoor venue here in July. I think I don't. I don't know if it'll still be happening. Oh yeah, good, good, with no. a band and everything. But I love it. So I actually started on the cello in the fourth grade. I thought I don't know why I picked it out. They just showed all the instruments, and I said I like that one. And uh, I'm so glad I learned. So that's why I learned theory, and you know. And then I went to the bass, electric bass, um, in high school. Because my my big brother play bass you know the girls were all in the symphony and the boys were in the rock band it was i think it was a little sexist and because my brother had the bass at home i would pick it up and they both read bass clef so the cello and the bass so it was kind of similar and it was easy to to cross over to bass so i started playing uh, in the jazz band and it wasn't until college that i that i learned guitar and i never really learned a guitar correctly like i, I just kind of picked up guitar like i only really know how to read music with cello and bass mm-hmm or the bass clef end, but um, guitar I learned from my my girlfriend at the time, Renee, and we she's a fantastic musician. So she she taught me guitar. And we started playing Indigo songs together and playing in little coffee houses. 
Wow, yeah, that, so that's how that's how you got started then. Do you play drums at all too? Or? No, gosh. I mean, I can sit down and go boom, chick, boom, chick. No, I'm not a drummer, and uh, and the keyboards kind of uh, throw me as well. I mean, I'll, I'll poke away at the keys when I'm in the studio here um, one note at a time, and I'm definitely not a wind instrument player either. But um, guitar, bass, cello, ukulele, Wow. Um, I've, I've picked up and I play Somewhere Over the Rainbow, which I recorded and put on my last album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I heard that. that it was version. awesome. Yeah, oh, I love that sweet song. And my last album is still, you know, deserves some more attention, too. Before I release this next one, I, I hope people do check that one out. It's called You Can't Change My DNA. And uh, it's a great little, great song. That's the title track of one of the songs. you got to check out Corday's music and... Like she said, her, her latest album and the new one coming up, she's just got such a unique voice and, and style and multi-talented in so many ways. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, everybody has to check it that should, out. Yeah, it should be on everything. You know, your distributor should just put it on whatever. Uh, there's a million digital formats now, whether it's iTunes or, yeah, mm-hmm. Spotify. You should find me under Corday. I I had some problems because some albums were under Jennifer Corday, and then I, I decided I need to be consistent, so I just go by the last name of Corday. Yeah. I got a lot of exposure from some of my music by being in the films, so some lesbian films. Yeah, that see that's the next the next question coming up, which um I did send you the questions too, so maybe that's not coincidence. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I see, right, right. Oh. Yeah, so I was gonna say, you know, you you a huge success musically and you also have several credits to your name for acting, producing and writing. So how did you get started in that area of your career? Thank you. Yes, it's true. I was actually a theater major. Not, music was kind of on the back burner, and I wanted to be an actress first and foremost. I went to Chapman University in Orange County, and, uh, and then, uh, you know, after graduation, I was like, you know, it's tough to just suddenly be an actress. You're waiting for the right part or even just to be able to go to an audition. And meanwhile, here I was playing these, you know, Indigo Girl songs. Um mm-hmm. And uh, started playing coffee houses, started playing uh, solo, and started playing bars, and, and started a band. And uh, and I was actually a teacher, credentialed teacher. So um, uh, teaching English. So you talked about being a writer, but um, I did teach tenth grade English for um, a few years at Paramount High School, and then I taught drama. So being the drama teacher was great. So I was the, directing the shows there. And um, I realized, you know, hey, I can always go back to teaching. What I really want to do is perform. So mm-hmm. I went I, I went to subbing, and I was just a substitute teacher while I got things rolling. So I was Miss Corday in the, by day in the classroom. I would give out band stickers. And then mm-hmm. at night I would go out and do my gigs. And uh, slowly I let the, the subbing go, and uh, music became full-time, and I've, I've never looked back. Yeah, so I mean that so, that's awesome. And then, so your students were into your music and stuff too. You know, they knew I was that cool. You know, that substitute teacher that you know had a band. Yeah, the cool. I was the cool band sub. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I know. I still hear from some of them now and then, like that. Remember, it actually segued into me performing at high schools all throughout the area. Mm-hmm. I brought the band, and we would do school-wide concerts, which was huge exposure. Um, with a positive message about saying no to drugs because they had this lame 
they were doing these lame kind of concerts that the kids were bored and I said hey why don't you know I could do this in a better way what better way to teach through music so I had an anti-smoking song called kick ash mm-hmm. yeah and we played <clears> for the kids and they loved it, it was when uh, tobacco was uh when we were still trying to uh make the state uh state free uh smoke free yeah, but now that that has happened, uh, of course that has fallen by the wayside. So I I don't do those anymore. But that was right at the beginning when I was transitioning from teacher to musician. I started playing at schools, and actually that was great exposure. Thousands of kids, we would do these huge assemblies, uh, school wide assemblies. So um, a really fun memory. And then I got to play overseas for the troops. Wow! Yeah, that's just amazing. So some wonderful experiences like that, and uh, now. We're just excited to travel and and hit house concerts of uh, maybe the 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 county fairs too have come up. There's a there's a gay day at the fair called Out at the Fair. Okay, yeah. And so I don't. Do you have them out there too? We do. Yeah, they do yeah. have it. Um, the Big E, the Eastern States Exposition, they have an out day, and yeah. I think at Six Flags they do too. Right, and so I was booked to be on that, but it's all been canceled due to COVID. So they're doing yeah. a you know, a video broadcast, but anytime I can get in front of a large audience, it's just always so much better, of course. So any kind of festival, gay pride festival, um, out at the fair festival, I, I love to trying to book big festivals everywhere. And then in between that, doing, you know, doing smaller concerts for fans through these home concerts. We're thinking about getting it, you know, maybe a step, a step bigger and getting a mobile home and instead of just the truck. Yeah. So that we can really stay on the road. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, theater's always been my thing. I think that's – I still am kind of acting when I'm singing. And, and it's not about my incredible voice. I'm, I'm not Mariah Carey by any means. Um, but <laughs> as far as the vocal range, but I think my strength is in the storytelling <clears throat> and in, in my delivery and, and, and my performance on stage and being able to, to bring the audience in and – Make them feel like they're a part of the show because that's the reason I make music is to make you feel. When I saw you on the cruise, you definitely, you know, you have fun on stage. You get the audience engaged, and that's the way to go. You know, you keep people, you know, focused and and interested in listening and staying, you know, watching awesome. you. And yeah. yeah, oh yeah, that's right. And then we did the sing-alongs like Redneck Lesbo. Oh yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. <laughs> When you the first time you did that on the cruise, um, I actually decided to you know instead of just standing there drinking all day, I said okay, let's take a couple of walks around the deck, you know, on the pool deck or the yeah. upper part of the pool deck. And we were like halfway around, and you started that song, and we just stopped and we're like, oh my god, is she really singing this? And then we never finished our walk because we were just like, what? And and I remember too, like the guy. Um, one of the guys yeah, that worked there. The, yeah, the, I don't know if he was a lifeguard. Yeah, it must have been. He was standing by the pool. And <laughs> the poor guy, he did not know where to look or what to do. He's just like, oh, my God. Am I really so, hearing this? It was so oh my, funny. So for those of you, you know, listen, you, we're not going to give it away, the lyrics, but you're going to have to go listen. Redneck Lesbo uh, by Corday. It's a parody of the Gretchen Wilson song Redneck Woman. And uh, so, yeah, has some profanity. We had to put the explicit uh, explicit lyric uh, warning on the on the download. But 
Um, I just wrote it as a joke. It's a parody. It's so much fun, though. You know, you got to have fun. You can't take yourself too seriously. And and people love that because they, they, like I said, they all participate in the song. And I got, you know, originally a cease and assist, but now um, it is, is, I've given the proper credit from the get-go. And so I think um, yeah, they're appreciating the money they're making off Redneck Lisbo. <laughs> yeah, because at first you had a hard time with that, right? With the rights or something. Well, you know, yeah, right. I got, but then it, it, it has gone through. So we were all um, um, legal, and then it's like 50 50 split, whatever, because mm-hmm. it's like their music and my lyrics. So um, we, it's all proper and on the up and up and under the parody rule. So um, that's good. I have been shut down playing that at a, at a bar before, but, you know, I get it. Some people thought it was, you know, anti gay but that they shut us down but i mean the truth is i get it it's just profanity in a public space you got yeah <laughs> you gotta be careful what you say and where you are like before at the fair the fair has specific rules too because there's kids yeah definitely at the fair. so so i get it but you know buy the song or go listen to the song it's 99 cents i had to, i released that just as a single so it wasn't on my album it's just a it's just a one-off and uh uh, parental advisory so i still yeah i have fun songs i have a one of the new songs on my album is is kind of got a little bit of a country edge too called should have uh, left sooner okay which maybe some of us can relate to you know when you think back to your exes like why did i stay so long yeah and i think we should have left all, sooner all can relate to that with you know at least one one ex i think <laughs> And some of us have a few more that we can relate to. <laughs> right. So that'll be on the album. It's a lot of fun. You know, I have some serious songs, some dark songs, but I really like getting out that rock and roll rasp and singing hard. And uh, got a bluesy song on there. So, uh, yeah, so there's a nice um, variety of, of uh, different style, uh, different like genres and stuff on that album. Totally. Yeah, it is. I think for the first time, it's really got a nice, nice mix. Great. So, All right. So, and you said hopefully that'll be coming out June 15th. Was that right? That's right. That's Anchor for sure. Um, I just don't know if the whole album will be ready by then. So we're okay. getting real close. But uh, the album would be would be following soon thereafter. Anchor, it will definitely be, you know, the title track. It's kind of leading the way. Kind of an oxymoron there that Anchor is leading the way. But uh, yeah. that's the song that has been really getting a, uh, some just great feedback. It makes everyone emotional when they listen to it. And some people even heard it on Mother's Day. And it, it can relate to not only your partner, your, your girlfriend, your wife, uh, but but any any, any woman that's, that's your anchor. Yeah. I mean, who, yeah. Yeah, whoever your anchor is. Or, and that's why I think it's really fitting for right now, too, because I think everybody needs an anchor right now. You know, right. you need to lean you know. on each other. And and so I just thought it would be good. And that'll be coming up next on, on this episode. So, Oh, yes, you're going to give it a spin. I think this is kind of the world debut. So to, oh to you folks, you're, you're going to hear it for the first time. And we'll, it will be released then um, for you to be able to get. So, yeah, yeah. I really decided, you know, again, with the pronouns, you know, I'm just girl on girl and singing about it. And however people want to relate it to their lives. But you know, I I love that I'm just putting it out there. She's your anchor. Yeah, and the story behind it's amazing too. So it's so sweet and 
Thank you. Well, thank, thank you. you so much, Claude, for, for talking with me today. Did you have anything else you would like to add? This has been a wonderful chat. I feel like we're just, I forget you're recording us. It's been just uh, like a friend chat. So yeah, I hope to, like to remain in touch with you. And um, after we hang up, we are, I'm going to, um, I want to get your address to mail you some stuff. I'd really just love to say uh, thanks for tuning in and please get on the the mailing list, which we call the Corday Crew. And we even have a T-shirt that says Corday Crew. And uh, it, it's, again, on the on the page. Even if um, you just go out to my page, you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to tip anything. I'd love for you to just sign up on the Corday Crew. And I send out a emailer. It usually goes out on Tuesday. It's a lot of fun. I try to include some fun behind the scenes stuff about what's happening. So that's a great way to stay in touch. And then also, if you'll be my friend on Facebook, you can find me there. And on Instagram, it's just Jennifer Corday. I'm using my first name there, Jennifer Corday. All but right. The music, it's all just Corday. So I think you got it. Okay. And all those links will be on the website too. And I will send you um, the information for those cabins in case you're uh, cottages, in case you, you know, you think you might be able to come down there and hang out. I love it. Late October should be beautiful. All right. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, and have a good hum hump day. Oh, no, it's Thursday. Yeah, it's the after I hump day. Track. I lose track. <laughs> right? What day is it now? <laughs> well, all right. All right. So um, we'll talk again soon. And take care. Stay safe. And thank you again. You got it. Rock and roll. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Here is Corday singing her upcoming single, Anchor. When you're free falling and still entwined, and you're always hungry but still so satisfied, when your heart beats like thunder and love's on the brain, when you think about her, it drives you insane. Steady when you need it And then she lets you 
storm rages, she'll hold you tight. She's your anchor. And when the sun rises, you'll see the light. You'll see the harbor you've been looking for. She's your anchor. What a great song that is. Thank you so much, Jennifer Corday, for sharing that with us. That was her upcoming single, Anchor. Uh, you can visit my website at entertainment-source.com. There you will find all of the artists in this series, including their social media links. Entertainment Source Interviews is an Entertainment Source production. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and where you listen to your podcasts. You can follow Entertainment Source Interviews on Twitter and Facebook. If you would like to make a donation to our tip jar, you can find the link in the episode notes. Thanks for listening. Check out my other podcast, It's Just a Ghost. Just a ghost.